This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, Heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes... The one-hour phone-in show, all about stuff. Good morning. We are live and our phone lines are open. If you have a rare or interesting uh, antique or collection of sports memorabilia or plates, cups, saucers, silverware, whatever it is, if it's interesting and old and lying around your house and you're curious, if it might have some special value, you can call in right now and get access to a, uh, a, a mar- an expert in all things stuff, but he can give you a real-time market assessment of it. Our phone number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. So whether you have gold, silver, fine china, figurines, sports cards, autographs, antique televisions, record players, radios, Antique toys are always very popular. Jewelry, coins, whatever it is, you can call in right now and uh, learn more about your stuff. Maybe it's been sitting in the basement for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Maybe it's been sitting in the garage and you're wondering, do I have to pay to get rid of this item, these old tools, these vintage tools? Well, they might be worth a fortune. You have to call in this show to sometimes learn more about what you actually own. And again, that number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, we have a toll-free line. Uh, It is... uh, 1-866-740-4740. 1-866-740-4740. That's 1-866-740-4740. Now the star of the show. He has found fame and fortune dealing in other people's stuff. You know him from TV shows and radio, but the TV shows are now on Netflix. But, of course, you know him from Storage Wars Canada and A&E's Northern Treasures. Paul Kenny, how are you? I've actually had a great, great week. Really? But I'm going to start, you know, aren't we, we're live streaming, right? We are, yeah. You so, can find, uh, if you go to our Zoomer website, you can click on and you can stare at us while we do the broadcast. Okay. Or you can just go to YouTube and look up Zoomer Radio. And so, be sure to subscribe if you're there. Oh, you have to do that? Okay. You don't have to, but I just okay. say subscribe and you'll I've never I've got this in front of my camera. I'm blocking my lovely face. I'm not going to show it to you because I know you'll say what it is. But uh, I don't know people who are, it's a comic book and I want people, if they call in, I want to know who's live streaming, who's actually watching us live streaming. Oh, you're so, saying, so when somebody calls in with the well, name of the thing you're holding up? the comic, they might not, but if they do, I want them to say this, okay? Okay, all right, well, we should tell people we are live. This is our yeah. new time slot. We've moved from Sundays at 1 to Sundays at 11 a.m. Yeah. And so spread the word, because yeah. we're still getting calls saying, what happened to that show? What's, was it canceled? No, it's just on earlier. Yeah. yeah, no, I got like another 20 calls this week. I got people coming into the house and I into the store, and I just say, well, just tell your neighbor that we've moved. I mean, spread the word that we have moved. And then you really have to spread it. Okay, I got a, I got good stories today. I got bad stories. But I got a bad story. And so, this almost, you know how I'm on about the second opinion. I know. But last week, this week, somebody in Oakville, I'm not going to say the street they were in, <laughs> sold 29 cups and saucers. Okay. For approximately $20. She was having a garage sale. What do you mean sale. each? You mean $20 no, each? No, no, for all of them. 
Just got rid of them. No. Okay, this gets worse as we get along. So it, it, she was going to have a garage sale. Someone comes along and says, I'm a single mother. I can't come. I want to come early. As soon as someone says that, don't do it, okay, hmm. unless you get a second opinion. Because those are people trolling around looking for people who are having garage sales. They want to get in early and cherry pick. What we call in, the, in this industry is you're getting cherry picked. Wait, wait, wait. This is a whole new, I never even, this. I've never heard of this. So you're saying, you say, I'm having a garage sale Sunday at 10 a.m. Yeah. You advertise it somewhere and then somebody might give you a sob story. I can't make it. I'm, I'm a single mother. Can I come early? And you're yeah. saying they will go and gem pick or cherry pick everything. Yeah. That happens? Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah, it happens. No, because, well, in this case here, I only heard secondhand on this, okay, but they had 29 cups and saucers, and they described to a friend of mine one of the cups and saucers worth approximately between 2000 and 2500 It is the best cup and saucer. It's a Paragon, wow. it, and the idea, and I don't know what the other 29 were, okay? Yeah. Remember last week we told me someone tried to buy a cup and saucer for $20, and we got the person 858 bucks for it. So... Obviously, our second opinion thing has not reached this Oakville. I thought we reached people in Oakville, but someone should talk to these people. Cups and saucers are big business. Yeah, get but, two opinions. Right, but I, but in fairness to regular people like myself, if I see an old cup and saucer, I, I never think it's worth any money. Like it really is a strange market. I mean, from my perspective, I know you've been dealing in it for decades and most of your life. But when I see a fanciful cup and saucer, I go, oh, that that's interesting. And I, I never think money. I never think how long we been, dollars. We've been on the show together for a, a year while. And a half, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. none of this none of this no, knowledge is rubbing off. None of this now is it rubbing off. I'm saying you can't blame average people for not knowing that. That's well, I, mean. I know, but it's also your you it's almost like when I say if someone you go into a gold buying shop and they offer you three hundred bucks and you turn to walk away and then they offer you six hundred, don't walk out of that store, run out of that store. Right. But gold has an agreed upon price around yeah. the world twenty four hours a day. Yeah. So that's a different story than a cup and a saucer. But I mean we're talking about it and it's like but some Someone who is gets up at six in the morning to go to garage sales, or someone who wants to come to your house in advance because they have they're a single mom or something. I got to tell you, it's kind of genius. I'd like to try that. Okay, but it's like get a second opinion. It's like this person maybe I know one cup and saw is twenty five. I don't know what the rest of them were because you. But usually, if it's one really good, there's mm -hmm. other really good ones there. So okay. this was so the story goes: somebody in Oakville they got ups, upstreamed. Really, is what yeah. they're having garage sales. Somebody came in and upstreamed the whole thing, yeah. and they walked out with twenty some odd. Cups and saucers that were good, valuable. Yeah. What, what do you think a lot went for? What would go for retail? Five grand. Wow. And would they pay 20 bucks? 20 bucks. That's and awesome. That's scam almost, artist. But that's taking advantage of old people. It's like, we all have mothers and grandmothers. Would you want someone doing that to your grandmother or mother? No. They could try. They're too tough. It's okay. not going to happen. Yeah. But my point is, is that that's a second opinion. And if someone, sometimes if the story is too good, don't do it. And I, we welcome, so if I give away my price, I welcome it. I know the boards will light up, but I had to say this story. <laughs> I had to say this story because it made me mad. Right. I got other better stories as we go along. Okay. okay. Well, well, we do have the phone calls to get to. You also wanted to talk again about writing something, right? Oh, yeah. To, to catalog things that you cherish if you're going to have them as uh, heirlooms or, or yeah. in, in, uh, give them away to, to loved ones after you pass. Make sure the message is attached to it. And you, you're preaching about this. I like this, yeah. this storyline. Well, no, last week we were talking about the writers and editors group in Network. It's called When. It's in Etobicoke. They meet casually in the, in the Canadiana Hotel, a Canadiana restaurant downstairs. And it's not expensive, but you meet other people of like minds. They're editors. They'll help you with the writing. I believe that everyone's got a story in them. Sometimes the story's one line. Sometimes it's a whole book. Mm -hmm. But you've also, these 
our listeners out there have got stuff, and whether they sell it to me or if they want to sell it 10 years from now when they might have forgotten what it is, or they give it to their kids and they want them to know about it, they should be writing about it. There's no, I want to ask how many people out there, like we said last week, write one line a day. Right, but it one came, line. Yeah, it's a homework assignment, so nobody did it. I understand what you're saying, though. You're saying catalog your items with the story. You could write it or put it in an email, but just make sure the next generation understands yeah. the reason why Grandpa or Grandma cherished this item is because yeah, X, Y, Z. Yeah, tell them the story. How many times on this show do we? Someone's got a blah blah item, but the story behind it is wow. Yeah, that's yeah, amazing. That, that always ha- that's true. Yeah, they and, get some. You're like, how did you get in contact? How do you yeah. have John Lennon's? Uh, you know. But broken glasses lens how did that happen yeah but that's that's part of the whole deal and that's that's what life is it's it's the items and the story behind the items okay so we're going to get to some stories now okay. oh right yes let's get back to the phone calls uh here we go we got uh is it gene in mississauga yes it is hi gene welcome to the show you're live on zoomer radio thank you very much i have a gold coin it's got 1966 on it, and just Elizabeth Regina that I can see. It came in a nice little plastic case from Toronto Dominion Bank. Okay. Is it worth anything? Has it got a guy on it that looks like he's riding a horse? Oh, I, I can't. Ah, okay. Can't see that. What's on the front of it? Crest? A crest, yeah. Okay, that is a 1967, not 66. Should be a 67. It is point. Five two eight eight ounces. Okay, approximately uh, eight hundred nine hundred dollars in gold. Really? Now that's I don't know. That's a vacation to uh, Toronto <laughs> Island, anyway. More for sure. <laughs> <laughs> the money doesn't go as far now. That's a My subway fare. No, but you have to be careful. Uh, I've had some dealers and to try. Oh, this is worth twenty dollars, and they try and give you twenty dollars for it. Okay, this is a gold coin. Yes. It weighs a lead. Weighs, uh, like I say, it's point five two eight eight ounces. You have to deal with. Get a second opinion. Okay. When you're selling it, one day dealers gotta make a little bit of money. But if they are offering you anything under eight hundred bucks, don't take it. Yeah, Gene. So if you're curious, does this coin hold any? You know, there's the gold value and then numismatic none. value. There's none there. So you're just going to get the actual raw material gold value price, which is just over half an ounce, which is generally non-negotiable. I mean, don't if somebody says, I'll give you 650 for it, say, no, there's an international price of gold. It's adjusted yeah. every second of every minute of planet Earth's yeah. existence. So, no, I won't take a penny under what it's worth. You can bring it up to our shop. We'll pay you uh, cash on, you know, at the time. And the, the coin I'm talking about, the other coin, what it might have been, I'm going to show it to Ben. You're also holding that up for the yeah. cameras? Okay. This is the one when I talk about the little horse on it. These are called gold, gold sovereigns. At around 1900, these were the U.S. dollar of the world. Okay. Uh-huh. Everyone dealt in these, and that, that's where they have the little guy on the horse. They come in two sizes, a sovereign and a half a sovereign, and actually, and double sovereign. But these are the most common. This, this is approximately a quarter of an ounce of gold. And people have these at home. They have them in rings. They have them in charms. They, or they just have them just sitting there because your parents put away or your grandparents put away gold. But this is an important thing because a lot of people don't. I've had these where people bring these into my store with a bunch of foreign coins and they don't know the gold's in there. The rest of the coins are worth $3. Yeah. And this is and they got gold coins mixed in because they're dirty. And I say no, this is worth $400 to you, sir. You know. Right, but for Gene and everyone else listening, and, and Gene, if you ever want to know so so you can Google the what coin you have, it'll tell you how much exactly yeah. gold is in it. And then anytime you want, you can go to like a kitco.com 
or a silvergoldbull.ca, and they constantly have the live ticker on what the gold value yeah. is in American dollars and Canadian dollars. So right now, uh, I think we closed on Friday, it's sixteen eighty-five, sixteen hundred dollars eighty-five, or sixteen hundred and eighty-five dollars. Your coin is just slightly over half an ounce. So whatever that is divided by two, and you're at eight hundred and forty-two. Yeah, and a little bit more because your coin's a little bit more, and that's how simple it is. It really yeah. is that easy. Okay. Unless you want to keep the pretty coin. Uh, the, the around the whole coin, it's got a, a fancy, um, like it's fancy all around the coin. A bezel. It's got a bezel. That, yes. And then there's a little hole where you can put a chain. Now, these happen oh. as well, and this is what I like to tell people out there. Your gold is 90%. The bezel is generally 14 And the reason for this is that gold is a great-looking metal, but it's softer than heck. Oh. And they have to make it in 14, sometimes 18. But you could actually rip that off someone's uh, chest if they had it on a yeah. chain like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Paul. Okay. Thank you. But right, before thank we you so go, much. I want to say that <clears throat> some dealers will not give you the money for the bezel. The bezel's gold, too. Oh, and you have okay. to know this. And it's and if the dealer's too dumb to figure it out, he can figure the weight of the gold. Yeah. It's going to weigh more than that. The extra part is actual gold, and they can give you an exact price on the bezel as well. Don't tell them tell you that this is uh, of no value. So gold is a very heavy metal, and yeah. I've, I've read, I've never, I can't believe I've never seen a YouTube video where somebody did it. You can take apparently one ounce of gold and hammer it out as thin as a square meter. No, I've, my, I've heard uh, that. You can stretch it over a mile. In maybe a wire form, but oh. I mean in sort of a mesh form, right? So like one coin can be yeah. hammered out into a square meter. Yeah. Well, Bogart's know. lucky we're here. I'm glad Bogart's not here today because I lost this this metal, this coin that's in my pocket. Yeah. This coin was in the wash was in my shirt pocket. No. And from my shirt pocket went to the washer. From the washer oh, we no. couldn't find it. He had to take out the agitator and he found it in because of its heavy. It was on the bottom of there and he saved it for me. Wow. So it was a recovered gold ounce. Yeah, it's a recovered. It's actually cleaned. As much as I tell people not to clean their yeah. coins, this one's gently been, washed. Yeah. This one's gently washed. Our number is 416-360-0740. You're listening to Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zoomer Radio. And this is our new time slot, 11 to 12. It used to be Sundays, 1 to 2. Our next caller is Irene in Flamborough. Irene, how are you? Pretty good. How are you? Pretty good. And what do you have? Um, I have a piggy bank. Okay. It's a pig sitting down. Mm-hmm. It's about five inches long and three inches high, and it weighs about one pound, and I believe it's made of brass. Now, how old is it, though? Oh, I don't know. I've had it around for years, and my parents had it before me. You sound a little over 19, so I, yes. know, it's at least, I know it's at least 19 years old. Okay. Well, it's more than that. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, the brass pig, piggy banks are always, they're always collectible. Uh-huh. Um, the best piggy banks actually are not made out of brass. There's some of the pottery ones because they don't, they don't, uh, people found money in them, they smashed the piggy bank. And right. there's a company called Weems out of England. Some of their piggy banks are a thousand, two thousand, three thousand dollars. As a brass one, if it's got a nice, if it's, if you can find out who made it, it's not made in India or, uh, someplace, or new. They made them right back to the 40s. If it's a 20s piggy bank or 1910, it'll be worth probably 100 to 125 dollars. Oh, okay, fine. Thank you. Now, is there any coins in it? No, there's not. Ah, <laughs> uh, you got to it already. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, it's held together with a screw. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for your phone call. Okay. Yeah. And there's a lot of those, <clears throat> you know, if you roll back the clock 100 years ago, let's say 1918, in Canada, for example, there would probably be a lot of piggy banks that banks would give away to people starting new accounts. And it might be the same cast, only 
15 different banks would put their placard on it, right? But it'd yeah. be the same manufactured item. Well, normally the best banks are generally the the moving banks, where I, I actually I saw one yesterday, but they'll have it's a, it'll be made out of cast iron, mm-hmm. and there'll be something moving on like um, uh, a clown, and he'll take you put in his mouth and, and smile. Yeah, 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 that, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, clunks inside of them. Yeah. Or the banks that are in the shape of banks. Like a Toronto bank, yeah, will those have are that. probably the most common that I see. Yeah, oh, but some of those up to a thousand dollars cast oh. iron banks, and the good thing about them being cast iron, they're they don't wreck themselves. They're they're still with us. It's also weird too because like if you imagine, even if you packed a thing full of tunies now, you couldn't get a thousand dollars of tunies in it. So no. if it's worth a thousand dollars. It can't even protect $1,000 and change, right? No, no, Weird no. Weird times. Anyway, uh, our phone number, if you have a rare, interesting item or a collection of something, maybe it's gold, silver, fine china, old uh, figurines, sports cards, autographs, other memorabilia, maybe jerseys, old hockey jerseys, baseball jerseys, uh, antique televisions, record players, radios, toys, jewelry, or coins. You can call this show and have an actual expert give you a real-time assessment. And you know what? You can sort of think beyond the pale because many times uh, there's an entire collector's market for things you had no idea that people even collected, like spark plugs, for example. Yeah. Who knew, right? You got I a do. collection of old outboard motors from I the 1930s. I, I mentioned one. it because I saw one recently and I was like, I kind of want that. Yeah, but $550 <clears throat> for it. it yeah, just as working. a wall hanger, yeah. No, but people buy the try and recapture their childhood at vastly inflated prices. Yeah. We were talking about this yesterday. Okay. I'm doing so helping somebody in their uh, my initial assessment. I'm going up there, and outside I'm walking in. It wasn't raining like today, thank God. There's all the postcards are in the garbage. Hmm. No, this is before they were throwing them out. Uh, before I got there, and they're the nice people, and they're, they're, they actually they did ask for my help. Right. But and there's one box they have of photos. It's probably going to be worth about two thousand dollars. Because it's the average. So he said, have Paul come over. He's the expert on stuff. But let's just chuck all these postcards before he gets over. That was the plan? Crazy. It being like $200, $300. And another box, I figured one box I was going through was going to be $200. The postcards are going to be another $200. And I did ask him if their garbage man ran around with a checkbook. And they said, no, not that we know of. It is interesting, though. That's not the most glamorous part of your life. But it does pay sometimes, right? No, but I say that's what I'm trying to do. I says, I'm trying, let me tell you what to throw out. I'm not trying to... You know, force my will on you, but let me tell you what to throw out. Yes. And old food, don't throw it out. If it's old packaged food, that's an exploding market right now. We've always said, you know, if you've got, go down to the basement, you find out there's old boxes of Jell-O that are unopened from the 60s, 70s, or even the 80s. Don't touch it. That stuff sells for a fortune. Yeah. People want all the little trinkets inside or if it's an old cereal box so old food has somehow become more valuable or or the old i just sold a 65 dollars for a 1940s um box of soap um i think it was lux soap but it hadn't been opened yeah 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 yeah. well was the old peanut butter jars that you said for people people to keep their eyes out they were popular in toronto shaped like a bear or something like that no i'm saying even the empty jar is worth a lot of money not the one with simple that's that's your skippy no the the ones that are york peanut butter there and i know that our listeners all know york peanut butter and they had the little prizes on the top sure the little hockey card on the top or dinosaurs full of a bunch of screws and washers in somebody's basement right now we know the glasses from 1961 62 they had pictures of uh, hockey players in red and white red and blue and the Detroit one, some of those are up to $1,000 wow. for one glass. Now, most of them are 100 
So $100, though, for a glass out of that time period is pretty good. And that's why I want people, they have to call us or let us walk them through what they've gotten or don't have. Right. So we should also, and Jody, hang in there on the line. We're going to get to you just after we do some quick housekeeping here. But so Paul Kenny has a store. You can visit him at his store, which is located at 10,341 Young Street. So that's right on Young Street in Richmond Hill, just north of Major McKenzie. The store is open regular work week hours. And again, the address is 10,341 Young Street. You can also call the store ahead of time and arrange to have somebody give you an assessment or an estimate on what you have. That phone number is 905-737-GOLD. That's 905-737-4653. Many times they'll get calls to clear out entire estates. That means maybe a three or 4,000 square foot home that needs to be flipped in the near future or sold as part of an estate sale. You want somebody like Paul Kenny, if you're downsizing or you're trying to get rid of a giant house, go through those items piece by piece and find out if there are any hidden gems. The radio station, which is at your disposal right now, if you have any collectibles or heirlooms and you're curious about its value, uh, the number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Southworks Antiques, one of Canada's best antique malls, just got better by moving to a better location. Across the Grand River in Cambridge at 73 Water Street proudly stands the new Southworks Antiques. 25,000 square feet of antiques and nostalgia with an intriguing history for sale by over 100 vendors. Visit southworksantiques.com for directions. Then park free and check it out. It's a new beginning for a lot of old stuff at Southworks Antiques in Cambridge. Open every day of the year. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes, and we are live. Our next caller is Jody in Waterdown, who's been waiting patiently. Jody, thanks for sticking, hanging in there. Thanks for taking my call. What do you have? I have a signed Wayne Gretzky hockey stick. Uh, it's not a game stick. My father was a business associate of Peter Pocklington. Okay. They had, they had dinner one evening with Wayne, Peter, and my father. Uh, they gave him the stick. It's signed. But I've never been able to authenticate it or, or get anything saying it was authentic. Okay. Uh, the autograph, we can do that. Now, the idea, now here's where the story, because now you've got a stick that was given by Pocklington, okay? So it's going to add some age to it. Not Like, as he got later, when he became more famous, he was giving away sticks all over the time. Mm-hmm. And it was the early 80s. Yeah. Uh, a Gretzky stick, uh, a game where it'll be 1,000, 2,000, 3,000. Okay, if you, and even and when you're signed, but this stick here is probably even with the Parkinson story is probably three four hundred dollar stick, depending on how many you gave away at that time. Okay, now you know not to be a gamer. How? Sorry, say that again. How, how do you know it wasn't used in a game? That's probably that's the question. Oh, it was it was a new stick. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So it's still Gretzky. The story behind it. If I was selling, I'd be selling for three three to three fifty. Okay, 400. Just because of being signed by Grant Wayne, did Parkinson sign it? 
No. Ah, mm. That would have been better. And oh, just the story behind it. But it's going it's going to have uh, some provenance that way. I love the story, but that would be probably what we could get for it. Okay. His okay. autograph, I've got autographed pictures of Wayne right now that are signed and authenticated go for about 150 to 200 Wow, okay. really? Oh, yeah. So He's still you, cranking you them out, I guess. You can authenticate the signature because I've emailed uh, various places over the years trying to get Wayne to respond so he could authenticate it because he might remember the story, but I've yeah. never had a response. Have you sent him just a letter? Oh, yeah. Uh, if you got a letter back from him, from that, Wayne Gretzky. From Wayne Gretzky. Uh, but the problem is he doesn't do shows or anything. He's, he's above that. No. You know, Bobby Orr does shows now, and his, his autograph will cost you $300. If Wayne was doing a show, and I don't think he signs that much. You know, Hard people, to say. But he's yeah. a pretty public guy. Yeah. But if you are going to get a letter back from him and say, can you, give me, can you authenticate this and also give me your uh, son-in-law's autograph as well? Because that'll be worth something as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, that I would. I have someone I can actually talk to on this. Okay, uh, talk to me in the show. I mean, call my store later on. Um, I have a friend of mine who uh, spent time with Walter Gretzky, and uh, but and maybe we can pass on the letter. And if it gets sent, sent back with a little note, that'll add a whole lot to. And all of a sudden, you got a thousand dollar item. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Don't spend a lot authenticating it because you're going to get most people. Uh, Wayne Gretzky autographs pretty easy to do. Okay. Okay. Yeah, good. it's special, but not all that yeah. rare. And he's still a young man by almost every measurement, right? When you think of I Wayne think. Gretzky's career, like, oh, well, it's yeah. 30, 40 years ago. Well, guess what? He's not even an old man yet. Yeah. No, no. Uh, thank you so much for your phone call. Our next caller is going to be Karen, and she's calling from Milton. Karen, welcome to Consignment Heroes. You're live on Zoomer Radio. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I, I'm just calling in. My husband actually has a um, planter's peanut jar. Okay. And his mother uh, used to bake the peanut butter cookies, of course, mm-hmm. and fill this jar for them when they were kids. And okay. it's about, I would say, maybe, I haven't got it in, right in front of me. It's packed away downstairs. But I would say it's 10 to 12 inches high. It was the clear glass. Yep. Uh, it would be depression, I'm sure, but it wasn't the colored Okay, the best ones are some of the planters had the the store display ones as well, and, the, and the, you have them in the variety stores and stuff. Yeah. Um, why is this packed away, by the way? Well, I ask a lot of people that. Why? If this is such a nice item, you like it so much. <laughs> why is it not in a place upstairs where you can look at and say, I remember when? <laughs> well, we have done that over the years, but we have a lot of items here and we're you know you, you just kind of pack them up sometimes and think okay we'll leave that and eventually we'll find someone who who might like it and you know okay i've got yeah. a story there's about a lot that. of responsibility too right yes like have you ever had ten thousand dollars cash on you and, you and you get house you get you get home to your house you're like where can i hide this, this. in case there's an off chance there's a home invasion tonight <laughs> you know what i mean then you're, yeah. you're lift up floorboards and stuff like that yeah so sometimes being a caretaker is very daunting that's why it's wrapped up tightly on a shelf in the basement, I'm guessing. Oh. <laughs> well, you, you don't want to be the one to break it. Okay. And then you shatter 70 years of history. That's what I would be scared of. <laughs> yeah. No, I use, hear you, Karen. Yeah. I'm telling people, use this stuff. If you're not going to sell it to me, enjoy it. No, we'd like to sell it. Oh, good. Oh, okay. okay, there you go. <laughs> You've gone up three notches in my, in my, uh, my ratings right now already. Um, it's got the peanut on the top, on yeah. the lid. 
for the for the uh, handle, like you know. Yep, yep. And then it's got peanuts on each corner, all the way from top to bottom. And then it's got the big planter's name on it. Oh, so this was an actual cookie jar made yeah. by planters. It did, never contained any peanuts or peanut butter. I don't know. Oh, interesting. We're going to find out. We are going to find out. Yeah. <laughs> if you call my store at nine zero five seven three seven four six five three, we can work this out. And you might have some other items that you've forgotten about. Okay. Right, I do. I have lots of items. I'd like you to come out one day. <laughs> Whereabouts are you? Um, right in Milton. Right. I go by Milton. I was in Milton. You know, this week is funny. One of those serendipity things. Yeah. I'm on the phone. Someone calls me up, and they needed. They were selling some gold, mm-hmm. and I happen to be. Dri- you know how I give out my cell number. I was driving by Milton, and I just <laughs> did one of these UEs off the road. Nice. And but and they were very very happy. I bought their gold, and they had a bunch of costume, and I found six hundred dollars worth of gold oh, in wow. their costume. Okay. Costume jewelry. Is Cost, yeah. Sorry, in their costume jewelry, wow. I found $600 worth of gold, and I paid them for it. And it was just one of those things. It was like a coincidence. I'm on my way, and I'm driving, going to Guelph, and I'm going I'm kind of literally the next 200 yards away was a cutoff to Milton. And <laughs> I said, go. okay, I can do this. <laughs> you know. And speaking of... Um Unidentified markets. About a year ago, you said, "Hey, listen. If you have vintage costume jewelry, yeah. do not throw it out. This no. stuff has a huge market. And say it's in an era where gold was still readily available. They go, well, it's sure it's costume jewelry, but we threw a gram of gold just to give it some bling. Well, now that gram of gold that can be recovered from it yeah. is worth a lot of money. Oh, yeah. even the gar- this, this happens quite a bit. So do not throw out your vintage costume jewelry." Sometimes it's just worth a lot. It doesn't have any special uh, yeah. metals to it. It just has the right look, and it, it can be resold, and it does very well. So don't throw that stuff out. And don't have someone like me look at it before you put in it or check it out before you put in your garage sale. Mm. Some people just put in the garage sale. And I've been, in the old days, someone will have a table, and I'll just say, I'll take the whole table. Give me a price on the table. Literally, this is 20 years ago in costume jewelry. Yeah. And people, that, but now I can't go into someone's home and say that. I'll say, I'll give you $5 for it. You know, we actually go through it. We pull out the gold, the silver. Well, and I think that's what Karen wants. Karen wants you to come over and clean out her basement for you. Karen, is that the vibe I'm getting here? Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't call it estate or anything like that, but a lot of the stuff is old. And I do have uh, the odd piece of furniture. I have a... Uh, a, a huge amount, as you mentioned this morning, cups and saucers. I have okay. Oh, so I have china. I have uh, uh, some some gold, some gold jewelry. Okay. And um, like I say, all kinds of these different dishes. I wouldn't say I had a, a full set. I've got my own set from. Sometimes one cup and saucer can be worth more than the whole set of dishes. If you hang on, Sebastian will take your number, and I'll call you during the week, or you're free to call me at your store, at my store, whichever is easiest for you, And because I go by Milton once a week. Oh, good. No, I'll, um, I'll, I'll uh, let you call me, and then if you don't, then I'll call you back. Yeah, that is a great point She's to remember, persistent. that you are quite mobile. You do yeah. travel around in one week. You do sort of two big laps of the Golden Horseshoe. So yeah. if people go, well, you know what, I have all this, but I don't want to risk packing it up in my car and driving all the way downtown, never mind traffic and all that sort yeah. of stuff. If I can get on the tour and just have you pop into the house for 30 minutes, that's a great thing to to yeah. have, right? Then they can get some direction on what stays, what goes. Do they want to downsize or do they just want to clean out a room or a basement or old collectibles? Yeah. So if they can call you at the store to get that sort of booking, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So you can call during regular work week hours if you go, well, listen, I live in Hamilton. You're already in Milton, maybe on the way back. You hit me when you're coming back through Oakville. 
I'm taking you okay. on a tour from Mississauga to Milton and then back down to the okay. lake. Yeah. Actually, when I go to a city, I usually do two or three. I have to get down to St. Catharines. I've got three or four people waiting for me. Right. Someone's going, I live in St. Catharines. Great. You can come and look at my old Star Wars action figure collection, right? Yeah, I haven't been back there. So the number for the store is 905-737-GOLD. That's 905-737-4653. If, you're, if you want to know more about your item right now, this radio show is at your disposal. Uh, 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. And our next caller is Mary, who's on line one in Toronto. Mary, how are you? I'm, I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Pretty good, I guess. Uh, uh, I also have a gold coin. Uh, it's less than an inch, and it's embedded in a frame. Okay. Uh, and one side, it has King George, and it has writing all around it. It says, George, I... What's on the other side? What on the other side is George uh, killing a, uh, it's on a horse, uh, killing a dragon or something. Okay, now if you, were pod, if you were live streaming us right now. Yeah, we have that coin I'm gonna in show studio. You, I'm going to show that coin on the studio right now. Now, if it, it weighs. Has a, it, it has a date. It, uh, the date is 1913, 1913. Okay, oh, now. interesting. Is it? That can be good. Now, there's a couple things about this coin. They were minted in Canada. They were also minted in, in the U.K., and they were minted in India, at later dates, and Australia. Uh-huh. So it'll all depend. Underneath King George, there's going to be a little letter. But you need glasses or you need a loop to see this, okay? There are a lot of letters around King George. No, yes. no, no. This is in the dust ne- underneath. Next to the date. There, no, I, or is it not yeah. next to the date? Where is it? It's in the dust. It's underneath uh, the horse, in between oh, the horse and the date. Tiny, tiny. I couldn't read. To oh be honest, my God. I couldn't read. You know, yeah. you know what you can do, though? If you have your cell phone handy... You can click a picture of that and then zoom it in once yeah. it's a digital image. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so you don't have to just, don't give yourself a headache trying to stare at it or even bother with the microphone uh, or micro, micro lens or whatever yeah. it is. Uh, get your cell phone, take a picture of it, and then you can just zoom in on that. You know something? I just learned something from Ben. I would never That's not my that. trick. That's not how my, that's my lawyer's so tiny? trick. How, how come it's so tiny? Like they could have just. Uh, do it uh, larger. No, because this coin is, uh, that was uh, is, um, a sovereign, which was the international weight, and gold costs so much, and this coin, your coin's either going to weigh 8 grams approximately of 90% gold, and the reason to do it 90%, so it doesn't wear so much, or it's going to be 4 grams, which is called a half a sovereign. If it's a full sovereign and weighs 8 grams, it's going to be worth approximately $400. Oh, that's it, eh? Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, like, but that's... that's <laughs> Like, uh, the date doesn't mean anything, 1914? Oh, I don't know. The mint mark will mean more to me than the date. I think 1914, Canadian's a good one. But basically, they made a lot of these. Pretend this is the world's... Well, Mary, here's a money. great example. We were just flicking back and forth a 1911 between uh-huh. the two of us. We know the coin you're talking about. He happened to just have yeah. it on him. So they're not yeah. that uncommon. And no. 2013, or uh, 1913, 1913, was that a rare year? No, no. No, it's prior to... During the war, the they're World a little bit... War I, yeah, it's, 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 nothing is there where it's sort of limited production. What's wrong with $400? Yeah. She wants uh, more. It, is it uh, eight gram is what? Uh, Approximately $400. And suppose you had 100 of these. How much is that? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I will zoom in and see the... The, the, the date and the little mark. There'll be a little mark underneath, okay? C yeah. is Canada. M is Melbourne. Um, there's different... Uh, whatever the letter oh. is, it'll tell you where the country is from, okay? Oh, I see. Those uh, tiny letters, it uh, signifies the, the countries, right? Where, where it was made, made. yeah. It oh, signifies I the see. mint, okay? Yeah. 
Okay, thank you so much, sir. Have a good day. Thank okay, you. all right. Uh, our next call is going to be Bruce in Goodwood. Bruce, oh, yeah. how are you? He's up by Utica, right? Uh, no, close to Uxbridge, Goodwood. Uxbridge, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, Great yeah. to have you, man. Yeah, okay. Got a, um, it says patent in 1901. It's a, I called it a billiards table. It's only got four pockets. Um, just a tabletop one. Um, somebody told me it's called, um, I don't know, the one with the little Skittles. It's Okay, okay. Um, We're talking about a billiards table, but it yeah. doesn't have the two side Burrows. pockets. It's on wood, not slate, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can pick it up. It's like four, uh, four feet. That's by. actually the good thing about it, because a, if someone comes into a house and you've got one of those eight-foot billiards tables, <laughs> they generally they sell. You, if you buy the house, sir, you have to take this with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, on uh, your thing, there's hundred, two hundred dollars, and they're mainly decorator things now. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like somebody might want it for the wall of their man cave or their, the pool room or something. Yeah, yeah. But as if you paid just a general mover anywhere in the GTA just to move that item, it's going to cost more than you would get for it, right? Yeah, You're talking about yeah. a few hundred bucks probably to get two... It's like a piano. Two guys in a truck no, well, yeah, to come down like to your said, basement, like, lift it, it out, and... It's like, yeah. it's, it's like a sheet of plywood. Yeah. But, oh, I see. Uh, okay, right. Brass corners, and I could send you a picture of it, but... You can send a picture. You can click on your cell phone and send the, the image to sales at torontogoldsilver.com. So literally, take your cell phone, snap a picture of it, go, you know, attach to email, and send... To sales at torontogoldsilver.com. That's the actual email address. Sales okay. at torontogoldsilver.com. Did you not get the memo, memo turn off your ringer during the show? First time on the show, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bruce, thanks for your phone okay, call, man. So, but where would I, is there anywhere I could, uh, is there any consignment places? Yeah, I'm going to say, for me? okay, There's a, you've got an auctioneer up in your area, and I, I like him. I use him once in a while. It's called Neil Bacon. Oh, yeah, no, Neil, yeah. Yeah, and no he's as straight as an arrow. Okay, there's some auctioneers out there I don't trust. Yeah. Uh, Neil, uh, I give him stuff. It's whatever whatever it sells for. I can't. He can't get any more than what something's worth. Yeah. And he's if you're on Goodwood, I know the Neil Bacon's probably not a, a liter of gas away from you. You're probably a couple oh, yeah, hundred I know yards exactly from. Exactly where it is. Yeah. Yeah. Neil Bacon. Yeah. Neil yeah. Bacon. I'm giving. It's a pretty great endorsement you just got. He's not yeah. an advertiser here, but Neil's. Uh, I, I I use him, and he's All a right. good guy. All right. Fair okay. enough. Fair enough. Uh, our next caller is Joan, and Joan's calling from Welland. How are you, Joan? I'm just fine. How are you? Very well. And uh, what do you have? Well, I have a few uh, old pieces of china, but I'm curious about two uh, Toby mugs that I have here. Okay. Are they, um, who are they made by on the bottom? Are they, are they Japan or England, do you know? Uh, they're England. Uh, it looks like Shorter. Shorter? Shorter was a good maker. Uh, they were usually made about, they were very collectible about 30 years ago, and it was, they were, uh, Shorter was like um, a poor man's Dalton. Um, okay. They used to sell for $40, $50. If you have very, very early ones, they'll still sell. But the other ones, they, they, they caught on to good things. If people are willing to buy us this stuff, and it's only made out of clay, and we're putting a bit of color on it, they made millions of them. What's okay. a Toby mug? Toby mug looks like a guy sitting down on a, to- on a toilet, and he's what? got... <laughs> am I am I describing this aptly? Yes. If you look at it from the front, that's what it looks like. And he's right. sitting there, and he's got a big grin on his mouth, and you drank ale or beer or something out of it. Oh, okay. okay. And they what, called what, them. T- so, what are these ones worth generally? Uh thirty to fifty dollars now. All and, right. And, but Shorter's a good maker, and then they were reproduced by Japan and all that stuff. Okay. 
But and then colors are great and they look great on the shelf, but they just don't sell anymore. How's that? <laughs> well, these have been sitting around in my. I got them from my mother-in-law, and yeah. uh, God knows how old they are. If it says shorter and it says made in England, it's after 1921. If it just says England, it's before 1921. That'll help you date them. Oh, but it cool. isn't going to get you any more money. It doesn't affect the price that significantly? So just no, it has to have factoid. no England. Okay. If, if it has a registered mark on the bottom, then it will be. But if it says shorter, it's probably 1930s. Okay, so uh, David and Aaron Ontario might have a very, very exciting find for you, but we'll have to get it after a break. So this is our new time slot for Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zoomer Radio at the beautiful Zoomerplex with terrible weather outside. But we're now on 11 to 12 on Sundays as opposed to 1 to 2. So spread the word. Yep. Tell people because they're still upset that we didn't really we just I know. pulled the rug out from under them. The show is gone. It's on earlier in the day now. And uh, if you have a rare or interesting item, you can call the radio station right now to get a uh, an expert to give you an assessment. Our number is 416-360-0740. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Hi, Paul Kenny here, Consignment Hero. Boxes are truly amazing things. They come in all shapes and sizes, and they do a remarkable job of storing your stuff. And the folks at Mississauga Cartons know how important it is to find the right box. For over 35 years, they've provided thousands of satisfied customers with a wide range of packaging, boxes, and shipping materials. I use them. So should you. Mississauga Cartons. Check them out at mississaugacartons.com. And be a hero like me. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. We're live at our new time slot, 11 to 12 on Sundays. Our next caller is David, calling from Erin, Ontario. David, how are you? I'm good, and yourself? Pretty good. Now, I've gotten uh, Paul excited because I have the producer's note on what you might have in your possession. What do you have? Oh, nice uh, tease. <laughs> I won it in a contest for selling the most tickets for the Mark of Minor Hockey. Um, okay. Uh, for in I think the first year the Leafs won the cup back in what that three three year nineteen sixty. What is the item, please? Yeah, a hockey stick. Oh, okay. Now, everybody, is it um, uh, is it authentically signed or all the signatures look like it was printed on? No, it's signed. They Harry Watson had them sign them. Harry okay, was a friend, friend of my dad's, and uh, dad was the president of the hockey league, so. Okay, so sorry, just to be totally clear what it is. It's a 1965 signed Maple Leafs hockey stick. Yes. That's the item. Okay, great. Now, but, but wait a minute, his date was, he said the first years they won. They won in 61, 60, 61, 62, 64, and 67. So you think it's 65. Uh, it's not a Stanley Cup team. Well, I think it was a Stanley Cup. The first year they won in that three-run three, three run system. That's what I think, but... That's 19. How old? Now, without giving up your age, how old were you when you got the stick? Think about I, that. Well, I've been thinking about that, trying to remember. The math's too much for me, eh? Oh, okay. <laughs> so we're not. You're not good with simple math, okay? Like on Ben's show, well, okay. we're, we're in an odd year. It's 2018. Like if it was an even, you know, 2020. It was, it was the first year they won the cup, 
and and they won it three times, and the last year was 67, right? Yeah, 67 yeah. is the big year because... Oh, so that's why he presumes it's 65. Yeah. That makes okay. sense. I see what he's saying. Yeah. Now, what they have here, your big autographs are Tim Horton, Punch M. Lack, um, Billy Harris. Now, if it happens to be earlier, um, there's a there's lot of... unusual names. If, you, if I knew some of the names, then I'd be able to nail down your team. If it's got Kent Douglas at 64, if it's got uh, certain players were retired by then. But now here's what happened with the Leafs. The Leafs are um, an organization that at the end of the year, the one thing they can't use the next year is the sticks. Yep. So they would make up a lot of the sticks and have them signed in the locker room. And they were, like you said, Harry Watson go along. Oh, Harry Watson, he's with the Leafs in 60. Yep. Okay, yeah, got it. Okay, so it's a 60 stick, which is good. Okay, because it's not your normal. 67, a lot of people come up with the 67 stick, and you got Horton on it, <laughs> and you got Plant, and you got, um, no, no, and Sawchuck. And that's what drives some of the sticks. But I see that stick a lot, and that stick goes between six and $1,000, okay, because okay, yeah. a lot of them out there. But your 1960 stick, there's less of that out there, and it's probably going to be, but still, uh, I would say 1000 to $1,200, Okay, a dealer is going to give you five to six on it. Okay. okay. Uh, the story behind it, though, I would keep, this is one of those times I tell people, write down the story on it that this is exactly how you got this. Okay, and wrap it around a piece of paper and attach it on, not with scotch tape, but an elastic band or something. Tell the story because that's going to help ver- uh, the provenance behind this, okay, for later yeah. on. Right, but to also nail down those names, so like yeah. I just heard you do the Rain Man calculation Sorry. that you think it's, no, it's pretty amazing to watch it unfold. You're saying, well, this name's there, so this must be that. Yeah. But somebody can give you, probably pin it down even better, and you'd yeah. probably want eyes on this stick yourself, because it might mean another $500 if it's a rare yeah. year. Yeah. And I've had it wrapped in a garbage bag for years because... Oh, take it out of that. The oh, plastic on the garbage bag will, it's like when people put uh, saran wrap on their silver plate sets, the, okay. the, the, yep. the plastic bag breaks down and the, the resin and the plastic will seep into your stick because your stick is organic and the plastic bag is oil-based. Okay. 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 Now, but the good thing is you kept it out of the light. Okay. Yep. And I don't know, it also depends if your t- stick has been shellacked or not. Now, do you have anything else from 1960? That you, the only thing you saved was a stick. You didn't happen to save your cards, did you? No, no, I I flipped them plain. Sorry. Hmm. Okay, I, and you I, weren't very good at it, so you lost all your cards. <laughs> Is that what happened? No, I, I I hit the wall too hard with them. That's what I did. Okay, okay. Now, programs from that time period also were Stanley Cup programs were worth a hundred to two hundred dollars. Okay. And I tell people about that because they say that old thing is it'll have a, they're usually a blue and white. Um, you'll have a ticket stubs from some of the games. Um, there's other stuff that people don't think about asking us. You know, like look, going a little bit further, you know, the, remember the Toronto Star pictures mm. that they had? And you got the Weekend Magazine and they had them in there and they were like uh, one full page. Full sets of those sell. People don't even think about that. Or you sent away to the Toronto Star, and I think you sent away a quarter, and you got 64 pictures or 44 pictures. Those sets are worth two, $300. That's what I'm saying. The people have lottery tickets in their basement. They're not even checking. They have them down there, okay? And sports is one of the things that's easy, easy to sell if it's from the 60s. I know you. I'm 
talking too long on this one. No, I'm listening. I'm listening. No, but I'm people have. This. Yeah, I'm just saying that people have lottery tickets. A Mickey Mantle just sold this week. A Mickey Mantle but card. But nobody overlooks Mickey Mantle. No, no, they do. They do. Okay. It, it was $2,126 or something. For no, no, but I'm be- saying nobody goes in their base and goes, oh, there's that old Mickey Mantle rookie card. I bet you that's not worth anything. Everyone knows that's worth a okay. fortune. No, they don't. Oh, okay, really? I'm going to okay. say this because I have pickers who come into my place who go and they're picking up gold all the time. Okay, and they say, I bought this as costume or I bought this box of shoebox of cards and I give them $20,000 for it and they picked it up for $30. Okay. <laughs> and no, no, people sell it. They don't know. And I've seen it happen in real life that wow. they don't know. Or it was their husband's stuff and the wife doesn't, he, he's passed. Right. Or, and the wife doesn't care. What do you mean you got these old shorts from a guy named Rocky Marciano? Right. Who cares? Who is that? No, but that's the point, and that's why you got to get a professional before you're doing this garage sale stuff, okay? People are giving away. I know that yesterday millions of dollars was given away in Toronto for $1,000. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And people going around and saying they're clearing something out, and and there are people out who know, and they, they're they not going to tell. If you tell them $20, they're going to give you your $20, whether it's worth $2 or 10000 Yeah, okay? and you're not talking about somebody sold their old thigh master for a dollar. No, you no. mean actual antiques. Actual yes. antiques, but the cards happen. Okay, and it, it happens all the time. And I'm just that's why I'm trying to alert people. Don't get... I shouldn't say don't undersell your stuff. Get a second opinion. There like are it. experts out there, and people do this all the time. This gentleman has this stick. If his, if maybe his wife, I don't know, I shouldn't say, but there was a wife selling a 1967 <laughs> signed stick it's for $20. She wouldn't care at all and just wants it out of the house. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yes. like a jersey. If this gentleman had a jersey, say they gave him, gave him a stick, they gave him a jersey from Red Kelly from 1960. 15,000. Yeah, easily. Without yeah. even thinking. Yeah. Okay. Old hockey jerseys. For the, for anyone listening, you're not talking about, oh, maybe a couple hundred dollars. If it's no. an old professional jury, jersey, from what era would you say almost guarantees multiple thousands of dollars? Anything before 67. Anything before 67. Old hockey jersey, you're literally touching thousands players. of dollars. And yeah, that's probably, how hot that market is right yes. now. Yeah. And even the old equipment and stuff like that. And people have it, Uncle. And this is what I tell about writing the story. This will, oh, Uncle Len played for the Leafs. Right. And then they put it there, Len, Len Red, Len Red Kelly. My last name is Kelly. And they put it together. Shablam, there it is. Well, we have had a call like that, remember? Somebody, I forget who it was. They did have. Howie Meeker. That's it. Yes. And was it the daughter or the granddaughter called in and said, I couldn't believe. I didn't know. And this is what I've got. She never called me back either. Yeah, of course not. She found out her stuff was worth 50 grand and didn't, you know, she cut you out of the deal. That's what happened. <laughs> but I can help them. Okay. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right. Listen, uh, we're running out of time. I apologize uh, to Jill in Hamilton, who's been waiting patiently okay. to talk to you. Jill, how are you? Good. How are you guys? Very good. Very good. What do you have? I have a razor sharpener called a Rolls Razor. Yep. Uh, $15. That's it? Sorry. What era do you think is? Well, yeah, I mean, generally, I know and, the rules. And people get very picky. Uh, pick, there's millions and millions yeah. of these, right? So even Are a spot there? of rust. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, they're out there because and, and because issue for military. Right? Yeah, yeah. Now, what is worth money? And I'm just going to go in for a second. Is the the straight razors, and especially if they have a carved handle or something like that. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Or the mustache like cups. Like this like opens up a lady of pearl inlay or something like that. <laughs> No, usually carved uh, ivory and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This opens up a whole area. Maybe we'll talk about it next week. I'll just go into shaving stuff. Because you remember the old mustache mugs? Mm-hmm. You, they have the little yeah, thing. I know yeah. yeah. Or people used to, when they go into the barber, they'd have their own mug. And it would stay there every day because people went for shaves every day. They did not shave themselves. They would go and get a shave and they'd have their mug on the table. And it might be shaped like a barber or shaped like a meat vendor or something like that. Yeah. Okay, sorry. But, I mean, even, you know, World War II, there'd be standard issues, you know, with your meal replacement. There'd be, you know, a small pack of cigarettes, some matches, and a shaver. And all of this stuff, you know, it's beautifully decorated. might be in a tin with all sorts of advertising on it, those sorts of things. But there's literally millions of them. Yeah. And And, and people get really picky about the condition. If there's a piece of corrosion, they go... No. Just, like a, just like a vintage baseball card, because there's so many. Only the ones that are absolutely pristine pull big dollars. Yeah. Otherwise, they just sell for, you know, regular people. Two million dollars. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, 15 or whatever it is. But yeah, that's what you have, we think. Okay, thank you. Jill, thank you for your phone call. Our next caller is Ron in Mississauga. Ron, how are you? Good, thank you. How are you doing? Pretty good. And what do you have? I have um, <clears throat> the Caribou uh, Quarter. Okay. Oh. In the roll, uncircling, I think it was ninety one, ninety two, and I have the fifty cent piece in rolls. Oh, the ninety one, ninety two. I have to. Wait, think. Isn't every quarter a caribou? Everyone Everyone's a, a caribou, but ninety one was a good year. I think that roll's <laughs> worth about five hundred dollars. What? No, no. I have to think. I'm, I'm. You caught me a little bit unawares on that. Caribou. Uh, yeah. All He's of got Mark, a roll of quarters from nineteen ninety one. There's certain years they made less of. And they, I think 91 is the year that they made a lot less of the caribou. And I believe yeah. it would be worth around $500 for a roll. Maybe a bit yeah. more. I have to check. It's been a it's while. Unopened? It's been at least a year since I had one, yeah. A roll from where, though? Like your local <laughs> bank or from the, the actual? Oh, okay. Now, that's why I say there's a lot of our listeners who are bank tellers, and they put away rolls and stuff like that. Do not crack open those rolls. You can no. bring those into me, and it's better as a roll. Leave it like that because every coin, while it's in that bankroll, as we call it, it's considered to be mint. Oh. Okay? And next week, I'm going to talk about Bogey's trip when he picked up uh, six, uh, uh, almost two tons of pennies and nickels in original bank bags. I can't oh, say it. It's cool. too long a story to say today. Okay. And okay. wrecked the car. But your car, your, if, you call me, if you call me tomorrow at the store, I'll give you an exact value on it, okay? But this does seem crazy, because what, what, what is the stamped value of that roll of quarters from $10? Yeah, 10 bucks. And you're saying it might be worth $500 yes, because I, it's a rare year? I think it might be low. Wow. I think it might be low. My Ron, are you familiar with any of this storyline? Yeah, because you, you, you couldn't buy them in the bank. You had to buy them at a coin dealership. Yeah. It was 168 bucks a roll. Oh. oh, yeah. No, no. It's worth more now. It's worth more now, for sure, okay? Call me tomorrow, and I'll give you an up-to-date price on it. That is I the most absurd thing. How about the 50-cent piece, same year? Ah, no. The quarters weren't circulated. They were very rare, also. Yeah, I know, but everyone wants a quarter. The 50-cent piece yeah. is just not people. It, 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 so it'll be worth he, something. If he breaks this container, a 50, it goes from... No, no. $500 plus to just face no, down. No, we can grade it then. That's what I do. Like, I, you know how I grade if someone has autographs or if someone wants to verify something or yes. something like that? Then we, what we call slabbing it, okay? Where we authenticate it and grade it. If the coins get an MS-65, each one could be worth $100. And there's wow. 40 quarters in there. So you're so saying 4, it's not 000. the roll, it's the actual condition of the coins inside the roll that would yeah. end up being a lot worse. It's assumed money. to be mint, gotcha. but sometimes okay. it got wet or something like that, you know. Okay, okay, very interesting. We uh, ran out of time again. Uh, we're out of time? <laughs> what just happened? Wait a minute, hold on. 
for all those people live streaming, it's unexpected that we ran out of time before we ran out oh, of show. Okay, right. So we should promote that more often. That You can go to Zoomer Radio or YouTube and just type in Zoomer Radio into YouTube and you can stare at us during the show live. You can make comments yep. at the side. You can do whatever you want. Uh, any final thoughts? Come in and get a second opinion. Make sure you let us see your stuff. Uh, the store is located at 10,341 Young Street. So that's right on Young, just north of Major McKenzie. The address, 10,341 Young Street. You can call the store, 905-737-4653. Special thanks to show producer Sebastian Hearn. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.